they can clearly see his invisible qualities is what it says but the problem for them was not of disbelief they could they could kind of they could kind of know there was something there but it was hard for them to believe in something they couldn't see they couldn't see god so they built these idols because they said you know what i want something that i can see hey i'm amani and this is elijah and this is the deeper waters podcast by pastanas bros Diving right into the waters right here. <laughs> so essentially, we are here to give some sort of Gen Z Bible study, you could say, where we are here as Gen Zers, and we are here to come to you and bring God's word. We are Gen Zers. We were, we're, we're told off that we're stupid, and <laughs> we might just be validating that point right now. But anyways, going into what we were looking at earlier, we're just trying to follow that same call to be fishers of people or what we believe disciples. Simply, you could call us Piscatas bros. What does Piscata mean? If you actually look at it, Piscato is the Spanish word for fish. And we wanted to create a name for being disciple makers, being fishers of men, and fishy dudes did not sound good. <laughs> There's a difference between fishing as a lifestyle and fishing as a hobby. And when you're living to be a disciple maker, you're pushing yourself, but when you push yourself so much, sometimes you'll you'll eventually get to that state where you, where you just start doing it. Because what, what, what would really happen if we, if we were wrong? Nothing. But if we were wrong in the other way, man, what, what, what would that life be like? 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 Welcome back to this week's episode. I've been, I just have to say, I'm so, so grateful for everybody who listens. I know we had a whole marketing plan for mm. how we wanted to grow this podcast. <laughs> and Great. realistically, while I had a bright dreams, I've, I've, we've planned a lot of things even prior to this podcast and it's moving a lot faster than I thought it would. Like we have at on average 56, I think currently 56 wow. people listen every week not to the episodes that's awesome. that's per awesome. week that's the average from all time and that's just so so insane to me that so i'm we're, i'm just grateful I, I don't have a lot of words another thing i don't have a lot of words for though is this any east coasters you on the west coast or in other countries maybe you may not have to deal with this but there's been a snowstorm that is just unexpected and hmm. i actually have not really suffered that much uh, our classes were stopped halfway through the day to prepare for it yesterday so this is this is february 3rd when this is being recorded so anybody on the east the east coast that are in the areas that got affected. You guys know what I'm talking about, but I haven't really known anything because I was expecting all the snow like a blizzard. I, I knew there was ice involved, but I didn't realize that it was more of an ice problem than a snow problem because I have not left my door. But I looked at the window and I was like, man, this looked like nothing. And then I see everybody's stories. Like they can't, some people cannot even open their cars. Cannot even open their cars. Insane. <laughs> so I know it's been crazy. <laughs> weather things that we could kind of see but today we're here to talk about things unseen 
and we really need to stop giving away our titles right away at the beginning but then again <laughs> you could see the title when you see it right. so you could see this but you we're going to talk about the stuff you can't see right now so come on, come we're going to hop right into the scriptures right now starting with second corinthians 4 16 through 18 and picking up in verse 16 it says this is why we never give up though our bodies are dying our spirits are being renewed every day for our present troubles are small and won't last very long yet they produce for us a glory that vastly outweighs them and will last forever so we don't look at the troubles we can see now rather we fix our gaze on things that cannot be seen for the things we see now will be gone but the things we cannot see will last forever what an amazing scripture right there and that kind of just reminds me of what we were just talking about with the snow people can see it coming and also we can see it now and it's a problem now but we know it's going to melt away it's going to yeah. melt away it's going to go away and so many times, how many are we like that spiritually? We have a storm come in our life. We have things that we can see. But we when we when we start to focus on the stuff that we see, we start to not look up to God, which we can't see. We start to not depend on him. And he he said he has angel armies. There's also on the flip side, there's also demons. There's also things that we cannot mm -hmm. see that are affecting us. So we need to make sure that we have a proper mindset we have a proper vision and that's through faith because faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen so with that the only way to properly live a life is to have faith in god but also when you have faith in god you will be able to see properly i know god describes his wisdom as the fear of the lord is the beginning of wisdom and when you have that wisdom it also describes another part of his spirit which is revelation so when you come to God, you begin to start seeing things. You see, the things of this world, the wisdom that you get from this world, it, it closes your eyes to the supernatural. They say, oh, it's not all that. That's just psychology. Oh, it's not all that. That's just, uh, that's just a health problem. Oh, it's not all that. That's just this or that. When in reality, when you start to come to God, things start to open. And when you, your eyes are open in faith, your, the scales start to fall from your eyes. You start mm -hmm. to see what the real situation is but that's not possible without the holy mm -hmm. spirit that's not now now i will say this there is one way to get into the supernatural and jesus is that way there's one way to get mm. to heaven and jesus is that way however the scripture does tell us that any other way that you enter if you enter through a window if you enter through the back door if you enter through any other way you are a thief and a robber so mm -hmm. there are some people out there that are able to see a little bit, but there's a price to pay for that. No thief or robber really gets to enjoy the stuff that they get for very long. Mm -hmm. And there's usually repercussions to that. But if you go the right way and you depend on God and you live a life of faith, then you will properly begin to see as you grow, you will start to get stronger. You will start to see the things that we're supposed to see. And no, we're not actually just going to physically see everything you may not always it's possible to see some things manifest in your vision that you can't see but we're not always going to see what is exactly causing the problem but we can give it to god and that's what faith is yeah absolutely and you know 
going and reflecting on my own life as I think about this so many times, like you talked about, there's things that are unseen that are fighting the battles, you know, and, and when you get more into God, you start seeing things that you never saw before. And I remember as a young teenager, I always prayed, but I just didn't, you know, you don't always understand what you're going into until you do more. You don't know how to grow a relationship with God until you get in that relationship. You don't know how to be in a powerful relationship with Amen. him until you start it. And so, and I just remember I was young and I, I started just, I would just pray. I was like, God, I don't, I don't understand. I remember, I remember this specifically. I was 14 years old and I just remember going to God and I was like, I don't know how to do this, God. I don't know what I'm doing, but I want a relationship with you. And, and starting there, it took a long process. It takes time, but I just remember growing. And then there was a time in my life years later where I decided, wanted to do things for the wrong reasons. And I felt something in me realizing because I grew in that relationship with God, there were things that I saw that I would have never seen. I saw things happen in my life and I knew because of my relationship with God, that was because I was going away from God. It was because I was doing things for the wrong reason. And so when you do things in your life, you may not see it. And new people in the Lord may not see these things happening. But when you have that relationship with God, you have your eyes open to those things. Yes. And you. the thing is, we want to talk about spiritual stuff. And the mm -hmm. thing is, I've heard quite a bit of preaching on some stuff like this recently. And people, you will not, everybody knows what a demon is when it walks into the room. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people, they get weird when you talk about the spirit of God or even angels, not even the whole spirit mm -hmm. of God, even angels as servants. And then mm -hmm. even more than that, you want to know what we really can't see is what's in ourself. What mm -hmm. he just talked about. Because yeah. you have to be humble. You're going to get cut. <laughs> you're mm -hmm. going to, there's going to be yeah. times where you got to be humble because that's the only way that God can yeah. shine over you. Because if you're in the way, you can just knock down totally. Mm -hmm. But sometimes yeah. it's like, okay, lower, lower this. This is a problem. <laughs> and you have to be mm -hmm. able to see that. But it's only through the grace of God that you'll be humble Man. enough. It's only yeah. through relying on God that you even will know and be able to see it. Like you said, there's been problems, there's certain problems. And even in my life, there's certain things that I struggled with. But as I started to get a relationship with God, it was even major things that are obvious. It's like, oh, this person is talking about this stuff and you're around them all the time. And it's just like, I didn't really think anything of it, but it's like, oh, wait, I need to get away from this person or this thing, this device or this whatever. There's stuff that is obvious that's like, okay, this correlates with that. But then there's other things. Oh, that TV show. I didn't really think about how when that per character shows up, it makes me feel a sort of way, but I kind of just brush it off. But it, it may not affect me in that moment, but maybe later on it might affect me. Maybe because I saw that this character did this. Oh, man, now I'm thinking about overeating. Now I'm thinking about smoking. Now I'm thinking about doing sexual stuff. But it's just like... Some stuff is more obvious than others, but sometimes it's really, really yeah. subtle, really, really subtle. And mm. without the wisdom of God and your eyes open, you cannot see that at all. And this is why, this is what we're looking to. This is what we're looking to. This is, these things will soon be gone. But if you have a proper mindset, you have your mindset on things above. The only way that we can see it, the few things that we can see, is through God. And we need to make sure our gaze to set right absolutely
And going into our next set of verses, we have Romans chapter 1, verse 19, and we'll go to 23. It says, They know the truth about God because He has made it obvious to them. For ever since the world was created, people have seen the earth and sky. Through everyone made God, everything God made, they can clearly see His invisible qualities, His eternal power and divine nature. So they have no excuse for not knowing God. Yes, they knew God, but they wouldn't worship him as God or even give him thanks. And they began to think up foolish ideas of what God was like. As a result, their minds became dark and confused. Claiming to be wise, they instead became utter fools. And instead of worshiping the glorious ever-living God, they worshiped idols made to look like mere people and birds and animals and reptiles. Hmm. This is so important because it happens with us all. It says they know the truth about God because he made it obvious. And then it, and then it goes and it's like his eternal power and divine nature. They had no excuse for not knowing God. They had to know who God was. But they wouldn't worship him. They would not give worship. They wouldn't give their thanks. They then become, in their minds, dark and confused. They said it says they're claiming to be wise, but they're just they're just fools. They're not wise. They would worship idols. They knew God. There was this power. They could. They it, it says that they had to have known of Him. They can clearly see his invisible qualities, is what it says. But the problem for them was not of disbelief. They could they could kind of they could kind of know there was something there, but it was hard for them to believe in something they couldn't see. They couldn't see God, so they built these idols because they said, "You know what? I want something that I can see. I want something that I can go and show off mm. to somebody. Hey, look oh. at this. This is the God I serve. Look at pretty that pretty it. thing over there." Oh. <laughs> But it's it's so true that they they wanted to impress other people more than they wanted to serve the God. It says they knew God, but they decided not to worship him and to and worship idols. Man, I don't want to be like that. And how many times are we like that today? Where we go, well, you know, God's cool, but I not I'd rather talk about anything else other than God. Because you know, a lot of people aren't going to like talking about God. But today, I'm going to talk about. Hey, let's talk about sports. Let's talk about what's happening on our favorite TV show. Let's talk about what's happening in the weather today. All those things. You can talk about whatever. And it's good to have relationships and be able to talk about things, personal problems, things like that, what's going on in the world. But why do we never talk about God? Are you not talking about God because you're afraid that they don't want to talk about God? Because, we you know, that's not something to really boast about. Because, like, what if they don't, what if they don't think the same way I do? What if I need I need to impress them with the things I own maybe maybe I need to show them show off dress nice do this that and the other do live my life how they live their life so that I can impress them How many times do we do that in our day-to-day -day life where we're so worried on impressing other people that we don't give God the recognition he deserves because he, he is invisible he's not seen the things that are unseen well I don't really want to talk about that because God you know, God's there for me, but like, what, what will they think about me? What will they say about me? That, that is just so profound that when you, the, when you said they would rather 
build something, an idol that they can see, then trust in something that they can't see. That was like, oh, mm. I didn't, I didn't get that part <laughs> when I read that. I didn't mm. get that, but he got mm. something I didn't get <laughs> out of that message because I was like, oh wow, like we we really do do exactly that. Mm. Yeah. I mean, think about it. Like the biggest scientists that ever exist, they they'll depend on anything. They'll believe any crazy theory that they can see before they hit on some of the obvious things but it, it requires an invisible factor it requires an invisible factor but we want to write that out because i don't want to listen to that invisible factor and that's just wow that's it's a faith issue is what it is and faith is where we get that vision and it's just wow that's all i had to say because i was like oh i have to unmute real quick and say preach it because that's exactly <laughs> what you're doing right now and Another thing, it, it, I really like what it said, talking about the invisible qualities of God that are just inevitable, inevitable, like we, like we were just talking about, but people don't want to believe that. But I would pose the question, can you see God? I mean, can you see air? And we always say no, but right now I would argue yes. No, you can't see necessarily his actual face. No, we can't mm -hmm. see. But we can see him through circumstance. We can see, him, like, just like the air. We don't see the air, but we see it move the leaves. We see, we can feel it, <laughs> but we can also see it. We can yeah. also see, yeah. and some, if it blows real hard, you can see stuff get caught up in the air. You can see all sorts of stuff. And the same thing happens with God. And it's just you have to know that this is not coming out of nowhere. This ain't no random stuff. Like there's a reason for everything. There's a reason why things are going the way that they are. And when you get that faith, when you get that belief, when you have your mindset, right, that makes us able to see the invisible Hebrews 11 and 27 just refers to this really quick. And it says it was by faith that Moses left the land of Egypt, not fearing the king's anger. And he kept right on going because he kept his eyes on the one who is invisible, invisible mm. by faith. He did that. Now, Hebrews 11 is all about faith. We're not going to go too much into that today. And that was just a little side note. But that, that hits on the point. Moses, by faith, left what he knew and walked into where he could not see. He walked into new grounds. And this isn't even talking about the whole spiritual aspect of it. This is the part that we can, that this is in the flesh that we can't see, that is going to happen mm -hmm. in the world. God has plans for us that we can't see beyond what's going on in the spiritual because a lot of stuff happens in the spiritual before it happens in real life. But there's a lot of stuff in real life that you just have to trust God and his direction to leave the situation that's okay. I mean, Moses had it all right. Moses had it all right compared to everybody else to leave what is all right to go to where it's better, not fearing how people from your past are going to feel. <laughs> he said, I don't fear the king's anger. I fear God more. I don't mm. fear my friend. I fear God more. I don't fear the people I used to do, used to hang out with, the stuff that I used to do, and the, the crowd over there. I'm not worried about that because I know that I am going somewhere better. And how do you keep your eyes on something invisible? I mean, th that's the exact words. He kept his eyes on the one who is invisible. How is that possible? 
How is that possible? It's not possible, but God is the God of impossible, and he gives us faith that makes us do the impossible, that makes us see things that are impossible, to see things that have not yet manifested. It, it, faith is that factor. Faith is that factor that gives us vision and just, just wow. But going right on into the next actual scripture that we have, that was just a little side note. That was just a little extra <laughs> nice little side. So Colossians 1, chapter 1, verses 4 through 22. This is what it says. So starting in verse 4, it says, For we have heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and your love for all God's people, which come from your confident hope of what God has reserved for you in heaven. You have this expectation ever since you first heard the truth of the good news. This same good news that came to you is going out all over the world and is bearing fruit everywhere by changing lives, just as it changed your lives from the day you first heard it and understood the truth about God's wonderful grace. You learned about the good news from Ephraim, our beloved co-worker. He is Christ's faithful servant, and he is helping us on your behalf. He has told us about the love for others that the Holy Spirit has given you. So we have not stopped praying for you ever since we first heard about you. We ask God to give you complete knowledge of his will and to give you spiritual wisdom and understanding. Then the way you live will always honor God and please the Lord and your lives will produce every kind of good fruit. All the while, you will grow and learn to know God better and better. We also pray that you will be strengthened with all his glorious power, so you will have all the endurance and patience you need. May you be filled with joy, always thanking, thanking the Father. He has enabled you to share the inheritance that belongs to his people who live in the light. He has rescued us from the kingdom of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of his dear son who purchased our freedom and forgave our sins. Christ is the visible image of the invisible God. He existed before anything was created and is supreme over all creation. For through him, God created everything in the heavenly realms and on the earth. He made the things we can see and the things we can't see, such as thrones, kingdoms, rulers, and authorities in the unseen world. Everything was created through him and for him. He existed before anything else, and he holds all creation together. Christ is also the head of the church, which is his body. He is the beginning, supreme over all who rise from the dead. So he is first in everything. For God and all of his fullness was pleased to live in Christ. And through him, God reconciled everything to himself. He made peace with everything in heaven and on earth by means of Christ's blood on the cross. This includes you who were once far away from God. You were his enemy separated from him by your evil thoughts and actions. Yet now... He has reconciled you to himself through the death of Christ in his physical body. As a result, he has bought 
brought you into his presence, and you are holy and blameless as you stand before him without a single fault. Without a single fault. That's what God gave us. This is the good news. The good news. And we kind of just started off with this passage talking about the good news. And it comes from your confident hope that God has reserved for you in heaven. You have to have an expectation. You have to have hope. Hope leads to faith. That, and that's how, what you need to see. What Jesus really is. Christ is the visible image of the invisible God. And the, the crazy thing is, too, it said Jesus is the word become flesh. That's what he used to create the word was his word. He The world. He used the word. He said, let there be light. He said, let this happen. Let that happen. Let this come about. Everything he spoke. The word. That's how things mm. came about. And that's what Jesus yeah. literally is. And he was an example, too. And we this is the good news the walking word and the things that he prepared for us that we cannot even see yet and we're not even talking about things that we were just talking about so for example Moses going from Egypt to an exodus into the promised land we're not even talking about that we're talking about something Mm -hmm. much bigger there are whole thrones whole kingdoms whole rulers and authorities that we don't even see there's a lot of things going on But without the wisdom and the knowledge of God, you can't see that. But we thank God that he gave us the opportunity to change us. We're naturally born into the kingdom of darkness. Without anybody to guide us to the light, that's where we're headed. But I thank God for that good news and that way that he gave us to transfer us spiritually into a kingdom that we don't even fully see everything yet. We don't even fully see everything yet. And he gave us a freedom. He reconciled us through his sacrifice. It is through his physical body that left a spiritual transaction. That's what happened at Calvary. It was more than just a sacrifice. There's actually a spiritual transaction that happened that day that allowed us to experience things one day. That first the first passage we read today, it says we naturally groan for something better. We naturally groan for a better body, a better and not a better body like a natural body. I'm talking about a body that's not going to feel pain. Everybody on earth mm. feels pain. But a body that's not going to feel pain, that's not going to feel sorrow, that's not going to feel any of these things of this life, and that's going to live in a better place. And we can't see that yet. But through God. But God. We but can God. see that. We can see that and we can obtain that. And it's not yeah. through us. It's only through him. That's the good news. Absolutely, absolutely. I think that's just. I love the good news. It's it's awesome. And going into our next scripture in First um, Timothy um, one, and we'll be doing a th- starting at fourteen and ending at 19 it says oh how generous and gracious our lord was he filled me with the faith and love that come from christ jesus this is a trustworthy saying and everyone should accept it christ jesus came into the world to save sinners and i am the worst of them all but god had mercy on me so that Christ Jesus could use me as a prime example of his great 
patience with even the worst sinners. Then others will realize that they too can believe in Him and receive eternal life. All honor and glory to God forever and ever. He is eternal King, the unseen one who never dies. He alone is God. Amen. Timothy, the son, my son, here are my instructions to you based on the prophetic words spoken about you earlier. May they help you fight well in the Lord's battles. Cling to your faith in Christ Jesus. Keep your conscious conscience clear for some people have deliberately violated their conscience conscious wow that's a really hard word for me their consciences as a result and their faith has been shipwrecked <laughs> i think this is so important here because you look into this and it, it it talks and then he's talking to timothy personally he's saying listen to this Pay attention to what you just read. This is important. If he's saying that to Timothy, I think we need to pay attention to what was just said. The Lord is gracious. He fills you with love. He's saying, he said, Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. He came to save sinners. And he, he claims and says, I am the worst of them all. He said, I'm the worst of all sinners. Now, was he the worst of all sinners? Honestly, who's to, who's to know? I think I believe there's probably somebody that's done worse than him. But he's making a point here. He's saying, God came to save everybody. He didn't come here just to save the people that believed in him. The people that just say, well, you know, I believe in Jesus. He came to save the people that crucified him. He came to save the people that say, well, God doesn't, doesn't matter. God doesn't exist. And I believe in science. And I believe in everything else, but I don't believe in God. He's saying he died for you too. All honor and glory to God forever and ever. He's giving God the praises because he is so deserving. Jesus died on that cross. And like you said earlier, Jesus is the image of the invisible God. And I took a class last semester in college and that was said every single week. And in every single assignment during the week, it had that it had it in there that Jesus is the image of the invisible God. Jesus came to this earth and died for our sins. That God came down in flesh. The invisible God, the things unseen, the things we couldn't see. He came down to be seen. And he died for us. He said, you know what? Sin is in this world. And on the track they're going, they'll never be able to make it to heaven. But I want to save them because I love them. I created them. And even though with everything we've done, everything, all the mistakes we've made and how the flood happened because it made God mad. God was mad at us, but he said, I'm going to save somebody. I'm going to let somebody live. And then I'm going to die for their sins so that they can make it to heaven because he loves us so much. That invisible image that became visible through Jesus Christ died for us. That is just, that's just amazing to me. I just, if you really sit and think about it, we, I know this podcast, we're always talking about spiritual things, but if you're not always talking about spiritual things and you think about this, I don't know how, even if you're not a spiritual person and you just, you don't really talk about God and things. And when you hear about God's dying on the cross for you, I don't know how you don't almost break break down at least on the inside and go wow 
He did that for me. Even if you don't even if you don't want to face the facts all the time, he died for you. That should hit you in the, on the inside somewhere. If that doesn't make you feel some sort of way on the inside, I'll pray for you because every time I hear that, I'm not crying and weeping every time. It's not it's not always seen, it's not always shown, but I feel something on the inside because he loves me enough. There's somebody that loves me. And there's somebody that loves you, no matter what you've done. Because no one else knows but you what you've done. But God knows. And he died for you. Man, that's powerful. Yes. And like you said, the focus on that God is the visible image of the invisible God. It's more than just in the flesh. It's also, Mm -hmm. he showed us the way, the visible way. This is actually... You guys thought you were doing the law, but this is actually how you fulfill the law. It's not just not doing certain things, but don't even think about it. What what he was saying, don't just think about it. You have to be careful what you think about. You have to be careful what you say. And applying this to being a disciple, it said in verse 18, Timothy, my son, here are my instructions for you based on the prophetic words spoken about you earlier. And there's two types of prophecy. So there's the type of prophecy which we all know about, but then there's also the prophecy that Ezekiel, I believe, in the dry bones. And he was commanding something in the spirit that manifested in the natural. That wasn't saying, oh, I, I see, I see in your future. No, it wasn't none of that. No, it was declaring. It was declaring with the authority that Jesus gives you. You can't just manifest stuff. I'm sorry if you believe in that. Without Jesus, you cannot manifest nothing. And it's really not even the same thing. You have to have, you have to be in the will of the Lord. So we need to be able to declare things that is God's territory. We need to be able to walk in the prophetic words that God has shown us. God showed us how how it's going to work. And he said, greater works will you do. And so what about in your ministry? You have to make sure that you have a mindset of faith, that you're sensitive and you actually are thinking on him enough and don't have enough darkness in the way clouding your thoughts. But you also need to cling to Christ, cling to your faith in Christ, as verse 19 says, and keep your conscience clear. And then it goes on and says, and this is we've even hit on that a little earlier in this podcast. And we have a whole podcast about this. uh, Don't fall for the reprobate. Some people have deliberately violated their consciences as a result of their faith being shipwrecked, completely destroying their faith. That means they had faith. But when you lose faith, you lose vision. And we talked about in another podcast about people getting thrown to Satan. This is another one. In verse 20, the mm-hmm. next verse that said, Hymenius and Alexander were our two examples. I threw them out and handed them over to Satan so they might learn not to blaspheme God you need to learn before you get delivered into a bad problem not Mm. to blaspheme God not to say bad things not to think bad things because it's gonna catch up to you if you don't get it fixed I'd rather learn through being humble and say okay I need to fix this than get handed over to Satan there's a couple people who got handed over I'm not trying to get handed over bruh I don't want to get handed over (laughs) so Make sure you don't get handed over. I think I'm going to use it as one of the quotes. Don't get handed over. Don't get <laughs> I have like a belt or something. Satan holding the belt. <laughs> don't get handed over. But that it's happened a couple times. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. been mentioned enough in the New Testament to take heed. Take a little bit of heed. Mm. And make sure that you keep your mind right. Have hope in your mind. 
so that you can see faith through your eyes. It's the only way. That if you have a proper understanding of what Jesus Christ is and what is going on in the invisible and the stuff that is prepared for him and his kingdom that you are grafted into, then you will have an understanding of reference for God. And also you will have an understanding of what actually you, the dominion that you have to do God's will, not just to call whatever you want to do, but to call things into existence that God wants in existence not your will like once again i'm not saying a bugatti pop up in my <laughs> in my driveway today that's <laughs> not what i'm talking about but start talking start talking to god start declaring you know this is this campus is for you god this campus is for you and every principality that i see manifest here actually it's this is so crazy and this has to do a little bit with COVID. and i know there's a lot of different uh, varying views but I will say one thing um, I won't go too much into all the stuff that was said but there's a professor that I had and a student that were talking 10 minutes before class and they were talking about all sorts of stuff and I won't get into some of the controversial stuff that they were talking about but they were there's a massive spirit of fear and this professor in particular has like gloves on his hands like masks like fully decked out and they were just in so much fear so 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 much fear and it disturbed me and even stuff that they were talking about you know all oh, the these people are stupid for ha not having fear and i remember i was just sitting there like oh well shoot like i don't have fear like y'all talking crap about me basically but you know i was just sitting there and i was like you know what i don't want to deal with this anymore not deal with them but i don't want to see them deal with this like not for me i don't really care honestly like i mean i do but i don't but I, I, I've really felt that spirit of fear. And I remember I went home and prayed and I literally completely forgot about this until I showed up to class the next day. I was like, God, like, let their, let your spirit flow. Send even an angel. I don't care. Just do something. Let there be a shift in this classroom. And there's been a couple things that have happened in a couple other classes, but this in particular happened this week. And I remember I prayed and I was like, at least let him take the gloves off and literally i forgot about it and literally the next day he had his gloves off he was touching all sorts of stuff like he literally was shaking hands doing all sorts of stuff and he was putting hand sanitizer on the gloves and i was like you know and i'm not saying you know if you're wearing gloves or whatever like the point of that is not to talk about your precautions for covid but i'm talking about the spirit of fear the reason why he was doing that was because of out of fear and literally the next day and then i came back to the next day and i thought oh, maybe this is a one-time thing no he still has been doing everything that he's normally done and he he's had them like this for a while and i was just like wow but that's the thing that's just an example of one thing i made a request to god i was like he don't have to have this fear and i don't want anybody here to have fear no i'm not saying just be stupid no that's not what i'm talking about at all but that's just one example that happened just this week and i was like wow like i remember i literally yeah. i was literally just minding my own business you know i walked into class i'm like i don't want to be here <laughs> you know just i'm just I, just being honest and i remember i was just like i looked and I, I i didn't even notice it at first and then i was i noticed after a little bit i was like wait a second i was like he and he has plenty of extra like he didn't run out because he has them in his office and everything and i was just like oh wow like this actually happened like i didn't 
not that I prayed amiss. I definitely had faith when I prayed, but I wasn't expecting the next day type of. But that's what God wants for you. If it's in his will, that's what you have. You have authority when you get the Holy Ghost. And that's why you need the Holy Ghost to command demons, to command the spirit of fear to leave, to command the spirit of lust to leave right now in the name of Jesus. You can do that for you, but you can also start doing that in advance before you even start to witness two different people that you encounter. So know that that power is within you. God is the living word. Jesus is the living word. And he taught us that we need to be careful with our words. We need to be careful with our mindset. And that's why when we have a God mindset, that's when things will change. Now, if we're doing this, I want to do miracles. I want to see this happen for me. That's not going to happen. But if you want something more, when I was praying for him, I wasn't, I didn't, I'm living my life, bruh. Like, but I I was concerned for him. Yeah. Yeah. And when you love God first and you want to see his kingdom come, but you also love others, you're going to pray for a request. That's not for you. That's called interceding. And that's what our next podcast is going to be about. So definitely tune into the verses series, but definitely that's, that's just a powerful gift and going right into the last scripture for this podcast it is found in ephesians 6 10 through 18 and it says this and this is a popular scripture you i i I feel like well let me get into your if you might already know what this is if you be a prayer warrior (laughs) so starting with verse 10 it says a final word this is our final word. <laughs> Be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on all of the armor of God so that you may be able to stand firm against all the strategies of the devil. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, enemies that we can see, but against rulers, evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world. There's good and bad in the unseen world. Against mighty powers in this dark world and against evil spirits in heavenly places wow in heavenly places there's evil evil spirits yes that's what the bible says continuing picking up in verse 13 therefore put on every piece of god's armor so you will be able to resist the enemy in time of evil then after the battle you will still be standing firm stand your ground putting on the belt of truth and the body armor of God's righteousness for shoes put on the peace that comes from the good news so that you will be fully prepared in addition to all of these hold up your shield of faith to stop the fiery darts and the fiery arrows of the devil put on salvation as your helmet and take up the sword of the spirit which is the word of God Pray in the spirit at all times on every occasion. Stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. Now, I include this in my prayer all the time. I I feel like I can't go a day because I'm I'm not trying to get shot by the devil. I better make sure my shield is up today. If if I only have two seconds to pray, that's when I'm going to pray. I might pray the Lord's Prayer before that, and I'm praying this. And I'm I'm a spiritual power ranger, bro. Like, I feel like I'll be like, Operation. (laughs) I'll be like, Start of the Spirit. But, ah, ah, ah. And I'm just imagining like like me suiting up, like, literally in the Spirit. (laughs) But honestly, we need that, though. You can't, if if you don't have your shit of faith up, you're going to get shot. That's just what's going to happen. If you don't have your sword up, you can't fight. 
if you don't have all these pieces, you have to have all the pieces. You can't just have one. You can't just think about your salvation but not have faith. You can't just have faith but not have a sword. You have to have it all together. And then you have to continually use it. You have to continually walk. And I know I pray it personally in the morning and in the evening. I, I don't want to be attacked when I sleep. So we need to make sure that we are prepared. We just talked about this whole podcast. The unseen world exists, good and bad. There's good things that can happen. There's bad things that can happen. But you have a little bit of control over that. And not control over the little circumstances, but you have control of what side you're on. Even if you come into the kingdom, I'm not just talking about that, but you have control of being in line, making sure God, don't let this happen. Or, you know, and I'm not, like I'm saying, I'm not saying you could just tell God what to do. That's not what I'm saying at all. But you could be like, hey, God, I want to make sure I'm in line with you. I want to make sure that your will doesn't just happen for me, but it happens in my workspace, that it happens in my school, and that it happens for every person that I encounter. That's why we have to pray in the spirit at all times, because at the end of the day, this is a spiritual battle. It's not flesh and blood that we're fighting against, but it's Amen. in the spirit that all this stuff is taking place. Amen. I know. I loved how you said the Power Rangers because I think that all the time, you know, when, and I do a lot of work in, in our church at the in our kids ministry area, and it's always a fun thing when you talk about the armor of God. And honestly, we could do an episode each on each individual piece of the armor of God and what it does in our lives, and it's just so important. We have so many battles that are going on that we don't even know about. Some of us are struggling with this, that, and the other, and we have our days, and we don't – this is our flesh that's going through stuff. But there is so many battles that are being fought in our spirits on a daily basis in the spirit realm that we don't know about. And if we're not putting on the armor like you said, you need to make sure that you pray that every day. And I make sure I pray that every day too because it's so important because without praying for that armor – who knows what will happen to your spirit throughout that day? I know in general when I'm not praying, not necessarily just this prayer, but if I, if I wake up and I have something to do that morning and I just get up and I just go straight for my day, I feel that throughout the whole day because there is something attacking my spirit on a daily basis that wants to bring me down, that wants to take me down with it because I'm not fighting. And if you don't pray for that armor of protection on, you're not going to have that. Yeah, I mean exactly. it's it's so important. It's it's a consistent thing. He keeps shooting the bat. He keeps shooting the darts. He keeps shooting the mm -hmm. arrows. That's the thing. That's why yeah. you always have to have faith. You always need to make mm -hmm. sure your conscience is right. And if something shoots you, you better get it together quick. If you right. fall down, get right back up. You don't have to stay on the ground. A righteous yeah. man may fall down, but they get back up. They keep getting back up. And that's the thing. And one last little anecdote here talking about the things that we can't see this is the real battle it's not the person with the attitude it's the spirit behind the attitude that's the problem and it's not the person that is doing this evil thing but it's the evil spirit behind that and a lot of times when we're looking through our flesh and we're looking through carnal eyes we can only see what can be shaken but hebrews 12 26 to 27 says this whose voice then shook the earth but now he hath promised saying yet once more i shake not the earth only but also heaven and this word yet once more signifieth the removing of those things that are shaken as of things that are made 
that those things which cannot be shaken may remain. So only the unshakable mm-hmm. things in in the flesh and in the spirit will stand. And a lot of times we can get our mind focused. I mean, every, like I mentioned earlier, everybody knows what a demon, demonic presence, like there's no question about it. But some of us, we get confused. Some people are like, oh, we see you, you guys, Pentecostals, which is what we are. Oh, you, they walk into the church and they're like, I don't know what this is. But you're perfectly comfortable with the demons you deal with every night. Oh, somebody Ooh. talks about they may have seen or felt an angel. Oh, I don't know about that. But you believe everything demonic. You believe everything. You you don't even you don't even question that. And I'm not saying that it's something to be questioned, but both exist. And that's the issue. We only want to think of the bad. <laughs> we only want to think of the bad, but there's things that can be shaken. I know this kind of reminds me of Daniel. He was praying and fasting one person. And literally two whole principalities, not just the principality of his area, but a whole principality from another country mm. had to come to try to block his prayers. And even then, it didn't stop everything. Mm. They heard yeah. his prayer from the first day, but there was stuff going on in the spirit that we could not see that was going on. There was literally two. I'm not talking about minor league demons. I'm talking about top tier demons, like demons that rule a whole entire area. One had to come from a whole other country to tag team on David's. I mean, da- not David, Daniel's prayers. That's how strong your prayer is. That's how strong your fasting is. When you were speaking the word, just like God spoke a word. We're not God. I want to make that clear. Yeah. But God gave us power to do what Jesus did and more. Now, we're not we're not going to do all. We're not we're not able to give our life as a sacrifice. We're not sinless. That's not what I'm saying, but he did give us power. He did give us power and he didn't give us, just give us power. He gave us the ability to see what is going on. No, we don't see everything, but if we trust in God, there's a lot of things that are going to be shaken in your life and somebody else's life. I mean, even that professor I just mentioned, something shook <laughs> and I I was I was shook <laughs> as the as our Lego would yeah. say I was shook because I was sitting there I was like this ain't real I was like there's no way like there's no way and I was just like thanking God like it was and to me it really wasn't like it wasn't that big of a deal when I prayed it like I prayed it but I was like expecting it to happen like down the line not the next day but that's the power of your prayers and there's more stuff that's happened there's stuff that's starting to fall into place for ministry here on this campus and not that nothing was happening before but when you really learn when I came back to campus we just got done with a 10 day fast or we were just halfway through I was still listening to it but we were talking about the prophetic not prophetic where I'm just not talking about the office of a prophet I'm talking about the words that you say the things that you command I speak victory. I speak peace. I want the atmosphere to change. And I speak as we talked about an anointing versus appointing. But we need to be in line with God and have our mindset right. You cannot command the atmosphere if you're setting the atmosphere with your TV. You cannot command the Mm, atmosphere if you are setting the atmosphere with the music that you listen to. You cannot command the atmosphere when your atmosphere has already been set by the friends that you hang out with. Now, I'm not saying you can't you know change it but if you are intentionally letting stuff in you don't you're allowing it and you're not in the will of God so that anointing is not going to be upon you 
But if you have that anointing, if you've grown up, it, I know we, I didn't like this translation at first, but I did, I grew to like it after I started to study after we made this episode. But like we said, that anointing, it breaks the yokes. Another translation, many translations actually translate it to the fat breaks the yoke. Because when you grow in the spirit, as you continue to wield the sword and that you grow and you grow in wisdom and knowledge and in faith, according to the proportion of your faith, a lot of things are done. Prophesy according to the proportion of your faith. So as you grow, you're going to naturally break stuff, not even with effort, naturally, because you grew. And that's why we need to grow. It is not enough to say, I believe in Jesus, a sinner's prayer. Amen. No. You need to go beyond, go beyond, because there's stuff we haven't seen and we have yet to see. And you need to make sure that you have at least the mustard seed faith that will grow. <laughs> I'm referring to so many episodes in the past. But that faith, yeah. that seed, doesn't have to stay a seed, because the seed alone mm -hmm. can move a mountain. But what if that seed grows? What can you do then? According, The faith and grace, both, are two things that are measurable. You're in the will of God, you get more grace. And as you get more grace, you get more faith. Faith, it literally says according to the proportion of your faith. So I pray that you guys would have radical faith, that you guys would have radical obedience so that you will have a radical grace, so that you will be able to speak to the atmosphere, even right now, speak to the atmosphere, say, no, I want God's will, not my own. I want God's will to be done right here, right now. A now word, a now word. That's not something that's outside of the text. There's a rhema word. There's a word that comes from the spirit. And there's a word that's a logos word that's in the paper. In the rhema word, if it's something, if you heard something in the spirit that's against the Bible, that's not God. But if you read the Bible, that's why you have to read it because you have to know what voice is speaking. Because you can rebuke that other voice, but you may need to listen to the other voice. And you may not even want to hear it, but we need to make sure that we are in tune. So make sure you get your prayer life built, that you are asking God for revelation, release your spirit of revelation right now and every listener right now so that they can see what they need to do, that they can see some of the unseen things that they don't see right now. I pray that right now in the name of Jesus, I believe that there's gonna be some changes that are gonna happen with every listener that listens to this podcast right now. I know that my faith has increased <laughs> radically and it's over something little. It's over yeah. something little. Yeah. But you guys can have this faith too. Even being a new convert to Christ. There's, think about Paul, the greatest Christian, a crazy person, a murderer. And he got caught up to the third heaven. <laughs> like, he, he saw stuff he can't even explain. And I'm not saying all that is going to happen to you, but I can guarantee something can happen if you submit to God. So I want to encourage you guys have faith. And ask God for that vision. And you will start to see things be manifest that started from the faith that you had that things would change in the unseen. Wow, what a what a great word that we've heard today. And man, this is an amazing episode. And I feel like I felt God through this podcast. And I hope all the listeners, you felt something or you've learned something today. We want to thank you guys so much. We know we're growing. And like he said at the beginning, we're going at numbers we never expected to be this early. And we're just. And we international, thinking. too. We got right? like 57 listens yeah. in Belgium. I'm like, what? 
<laughs> I know that's crazy. In Belgium? If you could hit up our page if you're listening in right. Belgium, please. You're listening in Belgium, please. <laughs> Biscados Bros on Instagram. That is our page. Please hit us up because that's just it's amazing to us to see where our reach is going and we're thankful so much for every one of you. We hope you take something from today's episode. It truly was something changing. I felt it and I know Amani felt it and we hope you felt something today and we thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next time. God bless. God bless.